This episode of Puro Miners Bro is brought to you by I Am Jerry Cuts. Call Jerry today to book your next haircut appointment at 915-422-9440. Jerry specializes in men's haircuts, fades, designs, and gentleman cuts. Located in the heart of Northeast El Paso, Jerry will have you looking fresh for your next hot date or special events. Find him at Instagram at I Am Jerry Cuts or book your appointment at 915-422-9440. I Am Jerry Cuts. Hold up, dog. What is a gentleman's cut? That's like, that's like, that's like a haircut where you like you have, how do I put it? Not like a fade like I get, but like yeah. somebody with like long hair and you, you like it's almost close to a fade, but it's okay. like a it's it's a gentleman's. Cut. And that's what it's called the gentleman's cut. Gentleman's I, I never cut. knew that. I do that to myself all the time. Yeah, so you, your haircut's called a gentleman's cut. There you go. Mine's called a fade. There you go. Now we know. I am Jerry Cuts. That's my man. In this episode of Puros Minus, bro, we review the Nevada game. Look ahead to see USA play. Southern Miss will be tough on the road. Can the Miners' offense improve? We'll find out, and can they make some noise in CUSA? Plus, we take your Twitter questions and look at some football and basketball recruiting. Budos Miners, bro. And welcome to Budos Miners, bro. Mondo the Boss from Dina, along with Alex Nicolás. And Alex, I'm upset. Okay. I'm upset. Why? I'm upset because the Miners should have won that game yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And I'm I'm, not, I'm upset. I got over I'm though. Upset. I, I drink my pain away in the parking lot. Well, I after, don't do so that. I, 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 I heard. I heard you like calling other radio shows and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I found this hilarious, you know. But the only, the only thing that got me about that is like I even texted you afterwards. Like, bro, you couldn't say like Buddha's Miners bro at the end. Just throw it in there. They would have let you, you know, because those, those boys are cool with I, us. I, but I'm going to have to jump in the studio soon. So what's up, good. Adrian? I, I mean, Shoot me a text, bro. My I'm man, trying, Adrian Broaddus. What's up, baby? He's an avid listener. So I appreciate you, Adrian Broaddus. Good show. I mean, good job with Miner Talk. Uh, but I'm very disappointed, and I'll tell you why I'm very disappointed, because this minor football team came out lights out. I mean, you start off the game, I mean, you start off defense three and out, offense scores the touchdown, another three now by the defense, and then the um, offense should have scored another touchdown, but then those stupid mental mistakes that the minors keep doing, and I'm just, I'm just like, if y'all haven't realized, I'm just going to call it the way it is. It is what it is. Um, another stupid penalty that cost them big. They end up with a field goal, 10-0. Then they go back and forth. They go back and forth. They go back and forth. And then the thing that they didn't have to do, and they did, they put in Kyle Oxley when they didn't have to at all, at all. There was no reason. And you would agree with me because you're, you were right next to me as this was going on. And we kind of looked at each other like, why is he doing this now? You put in Kyle Oxley because without a doubt, at that point, UTEP had all the momentum. Nevada couldn't stop UTEP running attack at all. The offensive line was playing amazing. I was like, man, this is a totally different team. I guess they got embarrassed Texas Tech and all that good stuff. And you know, even Bernie was saying the same thing. So then you put in Kyle Loxley and the first, and you, you got a mobile quarterback. So what do you expect the mobile quarterback to do? Run, even though you know, you know you're dominating the game. If your running attack is working and you're bringing a mobile quarterback and you run with the mobile quarterback to show them, hey, you know what? Yeah, we know we're going to run this place. Try to stop us. But instead of doing that, they get cute. And Mike Canales calls a passing play. In a demo, Mike Canales don't call plays. So it's Dimmel that calls Dimmel the play. Calls so Dimmel called the play, the passing play. Ma, forgive me, Coach Canales. So <laughs> Dimmel calls the passing play. And what does he do right off the bat? Throws it off balance. 
interception. And just like that, that is where they lost the ball game, my friend. I'm telling you, I don't care what else happened through what thrust the rest of the game. That's where they lost the game. You know, Monster is mad because we were going to start with football recruiting, but let's jump into it. I mean, oh, we were? I'm sorry about I that. I agree with I'm you, I'm sorry though. about um, that. I want to go a different. I'm, I'm going to give you another part. And, and yeah, try, to, bro. And to me, this is this is all going on coaching, man. Um, you know, th- this loss was really all on coaching. And another thing for me is before that interception, of course, um, that was a momentum killer. But another momentum killer with a mental mistake, be it a coach, be it a player. Final three minutes of the half, tied at 14. You get the ball after Nevada scores. Run, you know, two or three plays. Bleed that clock down. I don't think at that point Nevada was going to burn timeouts. You again, you know, you get cued on first down. You know, you ran the ball well at that point. I think they may have been averaging four point five, close to five yards per carry. Brandon Jones throws a pick. Nevada gets takes it over in plus territory. They score. UTEP goes three and out again. Nevada drives again. Luckily, luckily, YK Ross bails him out with that interception at the end. And my, shout out to my man handing it off to the gold digger with that interception. That, that, that was, that was hilarious. That was I, mean, I mean, you get but, penalties, you know, better than but, that. But, but the one thing I will say that the coaches would like, I could hear them like right before they're coming at you, Ross, they're coming right yeah, at you. Were. Okay. And they that did. And was, that's, but at the same time, I mean, cook is but, six foot four. You can't compete. But, but going mean, back to, to, to you, when you're talking about situational football that failed them, you know, you made a great point. I think that's what started the snowball effect when they brought in Kai, you know, that really brought in the snowball effect at that point, And then it just snowballed into the end of the half. Um, you know, and not only that, but let's, let, let's take it deeper into the ball game. You know, UTEP opens up with a very impressive drive. I, I 17 plays, you know, 75 yards, 10 minutes, you could have gotten and got up and gotten yourself a, a, an alcoholic beverage, a hot dog, yeah, a something. souvenir, and then came back and UTEP was still driving. Yep, yep. That was a great drive. But when we look at the next three drives after that, they all equaled 17 plays, 12 yards netted on those final three drives. Well, I, I think what and happened is when Nevada was like, hey, I, I like the, they're like, they're probably watching the minors. Hey, that's impressive. 10 minute drive. We're going to do it in like a minute, 15 seconds. And their defense turned up. You know, that yep. that was a thing that I was, that I, that I, when, you know, we we're sitting here and I'm over here guaranteeing you guys, telling you to bet the house on UTEP covering the spread was because the fact that UTEP was pushing Nevada around in the first half of the run game. They got to kind of away from that. That one drive, it was physical. Brandon Jones went down. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, um, you know, just the little things, you know, and, and also, you know, we talked about offense. Let's talk about defense. You know, the defense played very undisciplined in the second half. Guys were pinning their ear backs, and that quarterback was able to pull that read option and, and ran for over 100 yards or whatever it was that he finished with and really dominated that game because and, and UTEP just both sides of the ball, mental mistakes and, and not most, And sound. most of those the yards that he gained were broke, broken plays. Exactly. You know, exactly. there was only maybe one design player where the quarterback was able to do it. And by the way, it was the backup quarterback. It right. wasn't even the starting quarterback back uh but then demo told us at the post game press conference that that's the original starting quarterback he had right. just got an injured in camp so the redshirt freshman wasn't the original starter but it is what it is you know um but the, even at that you know when he did decide to pass receivers were wide open right you know i mean i really they picked apart they, that they, zone. like as good as this defense played against texas tech i i really I got to give them a failing grade on this one, especially yeah. with a team like this. It's a team that they're dominating. Now, I haven't watched film. You know, I was on the field, watched the first time I've really watched a full game from film, but I didn't see very many blitzes. I saw UTEP kind of sitting back in coverage. And was his name Solano? Was that, was that Solano? His name? Solano yeah. just picked them apart, you know, picked them apart with his eyes, picked them apart with his legs. You know, that's, we knew, we talked about this, Monster, that the defense was going to have these growing pains early, but, you know, they regressed. They regressed, they really they, they regressed they really after an, a Texas 
Texas Tech team that, in my opinion, maybe beats Nevada by three or four scores because they because of their offense. Um, you know, they really regress in the secondary. You know, guys like Justin Rogers had a good start to the game, but it's not where you start; it's where you finish. And that's that third quarter, fourth quarter. Um, you know, particular situation. You know, third down. Th- third, you know, game still close, thirty to twenty-one. You know, UTEP puts them in a the third down and long, See, and they just they're unable to track. And, they're unable and, and, to tackle. And, that's lack of communication for and me. And this is the thing that I was getting from the team being there like right next to them and you finally got to see how close I actually get to be right. with the team because I'm everywhere like I'm right. like literally standing right next to them like in the middle of everybody like because I, I got to get my vantage point when they're down just by nine it felt like they're down like on like on the sidelines it felt like they're down by like 30 or something when they were still they were still technically in that game for most of that game but on the field it felt like they were down by like 50 yeah, points and you know why because that this team knows that their offense isn't where it needs to yeah. be that is what it is and, and you see the frustration from the defense they're out there playing hard they're doing what they can you know i want i want to talk about some defense adjustments that really really need to be made quickly but it's 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 the offense the offense is bringing this team and I'm not just saying team the program you know the confidence of it because that defense knows if they allow a touchdown or a long drive you know you got to pray to the football guys at this point for this UTEP offense to really generate a drive there were no big plays there you know the two touchdown drives that they had there were long field drives where they had to earn every inch of that drive not every yard every inch and I think that is what you made a great point monster and to me being on the sideline and watching that with you, I really felt that the, the, the downfall was, you know what, it's either the players don't trust these offensive coaches or, you know, the players realize, you know what, we have a quarterback issue. And that's really the big deal right now. I, I of think Utah that's football. what it is. But like I'll say, there's a couple of good things that I see and a lot of people really don't pay too much attention. I like the fact that they've used just Trussell. Like yes, he made, he made yes. two great, two, two great uh, catches in that 10 minute drive. You know, I think that's something you got to get your tight ends more involved in this offense. Cause you've seen that that's one of the things that's been and he's working. He's not just a blocker. Like we thought. No, he was. he's a big boy. I mean, he's a big and boy. He, he made, he, he made a tremendous catch, you know? So I'll give him props that the, when it was fourth down and one, like twice and they ran, they went with the, the tight end pass, you know, it's stuff like that. I will give them props props but i mean like i'm still like blown away like even like at halftime like everybody that was talking like why would you put kai in and have him throw i understand you're trying to be cute but not right there when he only was warming up for like maybe two minutes of real time right. you know i just i, I mean I, I think little things i think this team is so sensitive like you said especially the defense that they don't trust the offense you know they might get along and stuff like that but they know they they know that they got to pick up the slack because look at what happened on texas tech and you know, especially when they, both sides of the off, both sides, offense and defense started smoking hot, you know, right. white hot. You know, I was like, wow, this is, this is a team that, you know, cause like we're saying, like, we'll find out what type of UTEP minor football team. This, this, this game was the measuring stick, you know, the measuring stick because they're going to play a Southern Miss team that, yeah, they got destroyed by Alabama, but that's Alabama. But at the same time, if you watch the game, you can see the speed that Southern Miss has yes. got, and that's going to prove a lot of problems, very problematic with this minor team on Saturday. It just is. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think to offset that, let's start talking about adjustments on defense first. 
they got to figure out something with the pass rush. They have to, you know, what, what's what's there is not working. You know, praise Amawale has kind of struggled the past couple of weeks. Do you move him to linebacker? Because your linebackers are struggling now because of the lack of depth, because yeah. no Kalai Griffin. You saw, you know, uh, uh, J.J. Smith really struggle at all, at, at, at linebacker. You know, uh, to Opu, you know, is he is he is he the guy that you know he he's playing well, but there's some points of the game where you know his lack of speed he gets burnt. Um, you know, those type of adjustments. Does UTEP even have the horses to make those adjustments? But it starts with me in the front seven. You know, it just seemed like Nevada had all day to do whatever they want. Um, it didn't seem like the UTEP defensive line was playing in the backfield. They were in a three man front. They were in an odd front for majority of the ball game. Um, like I said, you know, I think they were so concerned with with getting beat deep in the pass game, they that, dropped everybody and back. They, and that that's why he was running with his, with his legs. Exactly. The quarterback. So you know, for the first time, I really felt like Mike Cox, Mike Cox got out coached. You know, we hadn't really seen that. I agree. You know, we we haven't really seen that, you know. Even going back, let's to last just say year. what it was. They look lost out there. They did. They really did in that second half. They look lost. And and, and that and that's got to change because you know you're talking about and we're gonna get into it. The Southern Miss team with the way they play offense, you know, the way that with their weapons and the way that they run it, you know, and their quarterback was really good. You know, you got to adjust that because right now Southern Miss is watching that Nevada film and they're just like salivating. Oh they're not, my! They're, like, they're salivating and they have every right to salivate right. because, like I said, like we're gonna we're gonna use this this game as a measuring stick. Now, if I'm if I'm looking at where there are this year as opposed to last year, they have made tremendous improvement. No doubt they have made tremendous improvement. Ooh, you know? Yeah. I disagree. I mean, some, I some things. I mean, I, I, on you know? offense, I disagree. Well, on I offense, think- yeah, but I'm talking about like, I mean, and the fact that, I, honest, I'll be honest with you, I think coaching is what cost them this game. Oh, that because, I agree with. Like for I sure. said, like, that's all for me, I'm, I'm the type of guy about confidence. Right. Like when this team loses their confidence, that's when you start having that snowball effect. Yes. You know, that, that first penalty, you still got points. Instead of 14, you're up 10 0. But then, like I said, it all went, it all started crashing down when. Kai threw that first interception. And then after that, he wasn't there until he was forced to be put up there. I can guarantee you, if Brandon Jones wouldn't have gotten injured, there's no way Kyle Loxley was going to get back into that game. I'll tell you that right now, you know, but the bottom line is Brandon Jones did get injured and Kyle Loxley was there, you know, so it is what it is. But the end of the day is what I'm saying is that I have seen some improvement in this team, you know, that were the fact that I think honestly, I think they should have, I think the miners should have won this game. Like if, if they would have eliminated those stupid mistakes. And then what I talk about the snowball effect is because now you have penalties, then you have an interception, another interception, and then costly penalties. You know, there's so many times where like the miners should have a first down and all of a sudden there's a holding and they're done. You know, all that is the snowball effect. And then the confidence starts going down and down and down. And you were there on the sidelines with me. You so Don't tell me you couldn't feel it also, oh, no, that the I, team I, was down. You could see it. You can't just feel it. I mean, you can see it, the body language. And then the I got players. excited. I, we got excited for two seconds when we saw a, a Hardison put the helmet on. And we thought <laughs> maybe we might see Hardison in there. I had a you-know-what down there. I mean, but but yeah. the big thing for me, I mean, when we talk about every overall, I mean, this is – this is the kicker right here, Mondo. This this is the main kicker for where, where I do not feel UTEP has improved. Just forty eight first downs this year. You know, one of the, Rice, one of the worst teams in the, in the nation, along with UTEP, has sixty something. And then you look at, at at this third down percentage, and and this is mass fail, my fail, my fail, daddy. my fail, brother, my fail, brother. Ten of thirty seven. Ten. Third down completions. If you're a math guy, you divide ten by thirty seven. That gives you. 
27%. All right. That's a problem. That that How is long did that, it take you to figure that out? Uh, that does it for me right okay, here. Okay, good. Because honestly, I did not know. Shout out, shout out, shout out to the stats. That's already done it. But that also parlays into what I the next topic I want to get about the quarterback spot. You know, that that is where the problem stems from UTEP being in third and long all game long. The mental mistakes that part laid into that, the turnovers. Um, where do you go? That's my question. Where do you go know, here I from mean, the quarterback what, spot? What do you do in that third down situation now? It's first what down and second not? down play calling. I think that is kind of the that's kind of the kicker of everything. You know, it, it just UTEP, and I get it. You don't want to break your tendencies, but you just you, you got to go with your identities right now when you're UTEP. You know, and this goes back to what I'm talking about. Being tied at 14 at the half, three minutes to go, you know, you're in the ballgame. You're in the ballgame. This is something that UTEP, UTEP playing a team like Nevada to be in the ballgame at half. I'm My best friend's the clock there, and I'm knowing my lane, and I'm readjusting to get that ball back in the second half tied, not down by a touchdown, not down by two scores. The situational decisions by this coaching staff has to be reevaluated. And not only that, yo, to all our media folks out there, I can't get out there to the presser on Mondays as much as I want to. But we got to start questioning that, man, because that's that's been a theme going back to last year when UTEP was fighting in certain games. And, you know, why did this go that way or why was that decision made? You know, I get it. They're still trying to figure out who's who. But by this point of the season, those type of situations are going to come back to haunt you, and it goes back to first down, second down play calling, which putting these quarterbacks and putting the offense in a tough position. Now, quarterback spot. There was some chatter today. They said a name that I like, Gavin Hardison. That's what I'm talking about. You know, his name's being brought up. That's what I'm talking about. We're not saying he's the savior, but, you know, watching him on film, watching the way that he moves, watching the way that he throws the ball, and even seeing him in practice that one time. Practice. I, I We're talking I, about I, practice. I, I, we I, saw I, him. I think the thing is that Brandon is a leader. Like, there's no doubt. Like, there's there's no, there. no doubt. No Brandon's doubt. A Brandon is the starter. He's a leader. Kai is a better athlete. He's he's the best athlete on the team. Yes. Next no to, doubt. Next to Q Wadley, who broke my heart. See, yeah. in a boot, man. No doubt Kai is a better athlete. But I think the better passer might be Hardison. I agree. That's that's the easiest way, the most simplest way that we can break it down for you guys. So what does that mean? To me, it means Brandon Jones has a half of football to prove himself at Southern Miss. I believe so, too. And if that half goes south, maybe we see Kai. I think we see Gavin Hardison because Gavin didn't warm up on Saturday. But I would like to say that it, it, and in my guessing of looking at the sideline, before Brandon Jones went in, while Kai was quarterback during the third quarter, I think Gavin Hardison was your backup if anything happened to Kai. Of course he was. Of course you he know is. What yes, I mean? He didn't is, throw a pass. There's no doubt he is. So, a, so yeah, He right away becomes so, the next man up. So his name is a little bit there with Kai as far as an or at backup quarterback. That's a good thing. And I think right now they're going to have no choice but to explore that because even though Demo said today in this press conference that Brandon is okay, but still he's one shot away from re-aggravating that, that injury and then – no, they'll be have no choice, but Gavin would be the... And, and, the what, and what needs to stop, please, if the coaches says, please stop running Brandon Jones with these quarterback keepers. And it's not the lack of speed of Jones, but we got to keep... This guy gives you the best chance to throw the football. You know, you got you have you, Hugh Wadley, you got Josh Fields. Josh Fields looked pretty explosive at times last at week. Times. I think he needs more touches. Well, there, there are a couple of things that I kind of like go scratching my head because the stuff that Brandon Jones was doing was basically the same thing that they had... Um, um, uh, uh, Hughes doing right. against Houston Baptist, but this time they didn't have Hughes doing that. Right. I was curious. Why don't you just 
try to see if that works for you guys in this particular and, game. And Trayvon got busy early yeah, on in the he game. He really he did. He was getting busy there, and so was Josh Fields, and they kind of went away from that a little bit. And you know, it's just, you know, it, you just it, it's you don't know what this UTEP team wants to be on offense at this point. I, you know, I think that's kind of what it is. I think they want to have a running quarterback. They want to go read option, and then you know, for some reason, they thought about opening the pass. Now, Brandon Jones did have decent numbers while he was in there, eight of eleven. I think he was over a hundred yards. Did throw the pick, but you know, I think. I think this the staff really, you know, overall, you know, like we said, like Monster says, they feel like they're improving. I don't, but you know what? These well, like next this- two games, though, these next two games are your full barometers, and this is kind of where it, I, I really feel this. I know it's early in the Dana Demo era. I know Dana Demo is not going to get fired before year five. Let's put that out there. But I think this shows how far UTEP is going to improve because you're playing one of the top teams in Conference USA in your division. It's going to be tough to go in there and, co- and compete, but go in there and compete. Yeah. You know, that's all we ch- we're asking for at this point. Please don't lay down when you have an opportunity like you had against Nevada, improve from that. And then you come back the next week and you have a UTSA team who's proving to be beatable here yeah. at home. So, I mean, you know, the, I'm expecting it to be UTSA. So, so the overall scheme of things is, you know what, we're not hitting, we're, we're frustrated. You know, because we felt like this is a game that, that, that you know, I Utah honestly was, you, think they should have won this they, game. They, they should have won this game. So there's frustration, but the panic button should not be hit, and that's, or, or, or the or, f word thrown around until these next two games. We, we really, I mean, and, and of course, you know, there's you're gonna have the naysayers. Oh, you're making excuses. We're not making no excuses. We want results. The fact of the matter is, is that this team really needs to figure out what they want to do offensively because what it's starting to do, it's starting to turn this defense into one of the worst defenses in the nation. Yeah, and that's not a good sign because they're out there all the time exactly when you talk about like the improvements like for me like i said one of the big improvements like it's always like i was impressed because normally like the way they went down at the half you know they're gonna be even though uh, ross had that interception still normally they get rolled in the second half because that's what i've seen last year the fact that they had that 10 minute drive that was a very impressive drive, and they went for it twice on that drive. And matter of fact, when it was fourth down and go, they went for it, and they got it. For me, I was like, okay, you're sending a message. But then a minute and a half later, the defense gives up a, a touchdown. That, see, that's the problem. Is like you, you came back from all the stuff that started the snowball effect, but guess what? You just delayed it. it was, you're still going downhill. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But I did see some improvement. That's what I'm talking about, some of the improvements. Like, I haven't seen a 10-minute drive in a very long time. Right. And, and the improvement also of them jumping out early, you know, that was key. That that was something that we talked about, that they had to get on them yeah. early, which they did, three and out on defense, and then the big drive where the offensive line looked well. It's just it's consistency. It, it's just the consistency of the program. You know, what's, that, what's that comes with. What's the spread this week? Do you know? Hi. <laughs> Is it get us, you get us out Yeah, I do want to know. So it opened up at 26 and a half. Yeah. Uh, Southern Miss, obviously a big favorite. Now the money kind of steady. Early money went down to UTEP, brought it to 25, and then it stayed there. So 25, 25. 25 you can probably get it somewhere at 25 and a half, somewhere else in Vegas, but 25 is kind All of right. consistent. So let's jump into it. Southern Miss, like Mondo said, I mean, they – Literally, probably played the most toughest schedule out of any CUSA team. Yeah, this no year. doubt. There, you know, you got Troy. You got just like Southern just like New Mexico State, they got paid. Right. Yeah, you got Troy. Troy's always a really good group of five team. I like always watching that Troy Southern Miss game, and then you got Mississippi State, and then Bama, of course. You know, so but this game, I mean, this is a this is another barometer for UTEP because you have a really, really, 
really good quarterback with Southern Miss, Jack Abraham, uh, completing almost 70% of his passes, six touchdowns to four interceptions. That ratio is going to get a little bit different as you jump into Conference USA play. Um, as far as a running game, they really don't have much of a running game because they throw the ball so well and they have so many athletes. I know they had an injury at the running back position, but you know you got to have to defend Michael, uh, the Michael Harris, a uh, guy that's averaging almost nine yards per catch. Uh, hasn't scored this year yet, but you also got uh, Arnold. These are, these are their running backs. I'm sorry. The receiving core, when you look at this receiving core, you know, typical guys that, that, that we see, you know, Jordan Mitchell averaging 17.8 catches. I have 17.8 yards per catch, uh, averaging four receptions per game. Uh, Jalen Adams, a sophomore, another guy that you're going to have to keep an eye on. Basically, you got four guys that already have double-digit catching catches through the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, you know, this team is scary good. I mean, there's no doubt about it that this team, you know, they have a first-year offensive coordinator that's really seemed to figure things out there of what they want to be offensively. I know they had some quarterback issues last year. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, looking at their defense, we're not going to dive into too much of their defensive stats because of who they played but southern miss recruits well on the juco side for their defensive line for their linebackers i've known that over the past couple years some of those guys are still there this is a challenge you know this is a game that if utep does not if UTEP comes out the way that they came out against Nevada, they have a shot to keep it close. But if but, they get off to a close, if they, if they get off to a slow start but, and it's no, three I'm and just, out, just, three I'm and just, out, dog, I'm just going to tell you straight up. Without the offense, they're not. They have no chance in this game. There's, I mean, I'm just going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to make excuses or whatever. Like if they can't find some type of an identity and offense. I mean, so let's keep it the simple. defense is going to be out there the whole game, and they're going to get tired, and and the same thing is going to happen there with the, against Texas Tech. Let's keep it simple. You know, I get technical with my stats and averages. You tell what they got to score thirty points. They they got to be in the thirty point range to hang in this game, right? Yes, I, and that that's the key. And it's and it parlays back to those third down conversions, those early down play calls. Can you tip? get a first down and turn it into a second and four, you know, where you're in a manageable situation, either yeah. take a shot downfield to spread it or run three yards and get you third down and short. We know in short yarded situations, UTEP may be one of the best teams in the nation in short yard situation. We saw I, that. I agree. We've seen yes. that over the past couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, that's the big key to me in this game. Can the UTEP offense get off to a way better start? And not only that, but can they stay consistent throughout the ball games and important drives. And that is really what's going to define this team during conference USA play. They got to learn how to deal with success. Yeah. So like I said, they were no doubt that first quarter, the minor, real good about the, mi the minors dominated that first quarter. Then all of a sudden stuff didn't, they didn't go their way and started, they started getting stupid penalties. And some of these penalties are pretty stupid. You know, uh, that's the big thing with me when I see this team, but I'm telling you right now, like, Without the offense showing up, I mean, they've got no chance in this game at all. And because the defense is going to get tired. I mean, I think the defense, uh, Coach Cox is going to make adjustments. And I think this defense is going to play better than they did against Nevada, especially when it comes to the containment of the quarterback. But at the same time, you know, the it's a very fast, it's a very fast team that they're going to be facing this week. You know, it's a faster team. This is probably going to be the uh, other than Texas Tech. This is going to be the fastest team that they're going to be facing, you no know, doubt. because they're, they're I see. And the problem is sometimes you just don't know because all this past week they were preparing for the uh, the uh, freshman quarterback and the the uh, Tawa Tawa the running back, but it was the backup quarterback that beat you with his legs. Yeah. You got to be ready for all that stuff, the adjustments and things of that nature. So for me, it's just they got to find a way to be more consistent and. Like you talked about, Alex, I mean, the offense has got to help out that defense, you know, because the defense knows they got to be out there the whole time. They're just going to get tired of the Texas Tech game. Here's the most scariest stat when I'm looking at this game. Um, 
you know, obviously we talked about UTEP and, and what they what they're doing offensively on third down. Southern Miss is com- is converting forty four percent of the third down conversion. That's pretty good when you're playing SEC teams, you know, two or three times. UTEP's yeah. defense, though, on the other hand, they're allowing teams to convert on them fifty two point six percent of the time. And not only that, opposing quarterbacks have a QB rating of one forty nine point six. That's wow. that's very high. Muy alto, as they say in español. Very high there. That's not good, bro. <laughs> so you know, you you hit it right on the head. The offense. This is a game where you know. Th- this is to be real. UTEP defense. Is gonna give up yards they're gonna give up points you know this is a game where southern miss scores no less than 35 points unless the utep defense just comes out and jumps in front of passes and we're getting pass rush on pass rush on on the quarterback and we're playing in their backfield which hasn't happened this year you know outside of that uh, that houston baptist game so and even the houston baptist game it wasn't really that consistent it was it was just kind of you know it, it was in certain situations so that's an important thing for me. If UTEP plays in the backfield, you know that's going to be a big, big shot for them. But the big picture of it is the is the offense. You know, you got to be able to run the ball, control the ball, control the line of scrimmage, and finish. Get in the red zone first of all. Avoid the three and outs. Get in the end zone. So UTEP and, Southern and Miss. avoid the stupid penalties. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Penalties are killing the miners. The turnovers are the one thing I will tell you that has improved from this year to last year. The miners have turnovers, and I'm talking about defensively right. in every single game. Right, they've they've had, or well, last year they were, they were struggling to get turnovers on defense. And, and that's, this game they have at least I think it's five that they already have and, this and, season and, so far. And that's a big that's a big number. Yeah, they have I mean, four actually. They got they got four over here right there. I mean, you, you every know, game though they yeah. got one at Southern Miss. One, I mean, at, at Houston Baptist won the game. Ross gets the interception against Texas Tech. Another interception here. Uh, this past game, you but, know, you know, I want to go back to you made a good point about penalties. That's coaching, you know. Yep, I'm looking at bad technique. You know, you tap 233 yards uh, penalty yards, and they've only committed 22 penalties this year. Their opponents 13 penalties that they've committed for 113 yards. Wow, that's coaching. We've talked about it. You know, the technique has to improve. That's very very important. This UTEP team cannot afford. To bust a big play and have that call back for for holding because and that happened you know, at least three times, right? Three times and, and, in this and, game, and, the, and it cost them every single and time. The, and I, and you know, I'm gonna call somebody out, Mike Simmons, man, offensive line coach. You know, I, I saw him talking to the guys after the game, and I like the positive talk, but there's got to be some pressure on Mike Simmons, offensive line coach, because his offensive line we thought was going to be a strength. Starting to become a weakness a little bit with this with on the offense part, and obviously a big part of that is quarterback play. But you know th- that's definitely something that you know we got to keep an eye on the next couple of weeks. But UTEP Southern Miss Saturday was a two thirty start. No, I wish I wish it was a two thirty start. I want to uh, see two o'clock. It's uh six p.m. Oh, all right, cool. So it's five p.m. El Paso well, start. Gets me t- I get to wash clothes and all that. Yeah, that I means I'll be flying game. back at one a.m. in the morning. Ooh, not good for you. Yeah, so. actually, line- more like midnight. Midnight, but uh, it starts. Uh, the game starts at uh, five, Mountain. five o'clock El Paso time, which means uh, the pregame starts at four o'clock El Paso time. Before we jump into your Twitter questions and shout out to all you, but I wish it was two thirty. I ain't gonna lie to you, I, I, I love the why, early games. I don't know why I thought it was two thirty. I, I don't know why I, I love was the early at, games. Yeah, five o'clock start. There's no early games this year, by the way. I'm just saying that right it now. Gives, gives me time to wash some clothes and get ready for the UTEP game. Uh, let's give you a recruiting update here. Football recruiting update. Wait, wait, hold up, dog. Who is this game? Oh yeah, we forgot about our predictions. I'm because uh, yeah, we already know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty to sixteen. I'm gonna go forty to sixteen. Southern Miss, UTEP, same 
you know, same smell, you know, different game. Um, you know, I just think the offense struggles again. Uh, defense is out there too long. I think the defense gives Southern Miss some trouble early on, but it's the same old story. Three and out for UTEP. Defense get tired. Big plays late in the third quarter. A game that, you know, was maybe 30 to 16 in the third quarter, you know, turns into some late scores. But, I mean, you know, we kind of expect it at this point. I, I think this is a game that the minors, they basically have to play – Perfect. perfect, perfect. You know, I said that against Texas Tech. The defense gave up one first uh, touchdown, then they played perfect until like this almost late in the second quarter where they got tired. I think the Miners have to play perfect on offense. You know, they got to they, they gotta take some risks. They got to be smarter decisions made with the coaches, things of that nature. I think if this team has stuff going their way and they build the confidence, I think, because I think they have some of the talent where they can do that. You know, but un- until I see it actually happen, I'm sorry. I love all I love all the guys. You 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 see now you see what I'm talking about. Like when I'm over the field, that some of these guys come up to me and they talk to me and I talk to them and stuff like that. You know, now you see what I'm what I'm trying to tell you. You know, th- these guys are trying, but until I see them actually put together a, a full game together, sixty minutes. Until they do that, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Southern Miss, and it breaks my heart. That I gotta say that. Yeah, me too. But you know what? We keep it real. Like I, I gotta keep. Bro. I gotta keep That's it real. It's like I said, they lost this game when they put in Kai and threw the interception. And I'm about to get real on this football recruiting update because I'm up, to me. I'm upset. I'm upset. You're about upset, this. I and mean, we're gonna talk about it. But fifty dollars, you know, disrespect. You know it. That's so, Drake, my boy. Did you know that was Drake? No, nah, I don't listen to Drake. Come on, man. No, nah, I'm not oh, a man. Drake soft, bro. I don't have. I don't have all that hardcore Drake stuff soft. you got. Drake soft, bro. But anyways. Things have been slow, and this is why we're bringing you the recruiting update. Um, just a couple offers over the past couple of weeks that's kind of jumped out into my eye. Um, UTEP re- recently offered offensive lineman Marcus Miller, or Marcus Miller from Castro Valley, California, in a recruiting battle with NMSU, Nevada, Hawaii, and Utah State. They also offered a quarterback out of Goodyear, Arizona, Jalen Early. Looks more of a runner than he does a thrower. I think he's at 50% passing his entire year in high school. He's played four games, so that's something to keep an eye on. But I really like like this guy that UTEP offered, and they, I mean, it's going to be hard to get this kid, I think. But Willie Eldridge, a three star, 24 sports, rates him the 80th overall running back, the 201st best player in Texas, out of the Houston area, Cypress to be exact. Offers from Utah, Texas State, BYU, Texas Tech, Army. Really want to see this guy in a UTEP uniform. He's a 2020 kid. Uh, watching his film, he's a big running back, he's physical. He glides when he runs. He's not much, you know, he, he really, really just glides and moves well. And I could really see him fitting in this Dana Demo offense. He really reminds me of Trayvon Hughes, but he's a little bit more slimmer. Um, and like I said, he glides. I, I really, really like that. But, you know, what's frustrating to me is, you know, we have a kid here in town um, that is a 2021 recruit. And, you know, talking with people around town and if you guys know my background i've covered high school football in this town for about seven eight years um haven't seen a kid like this and i'm talking about america's running back Aaron dumas um the most frustrating thing about dumas recruiting so far is there's been one conference usa school to offer Aaron dumas and it's not utep it's north texas and seth literal who's put in some work on the recruiting trail and really turned that program around uh at north texas and he was the first to offer him and that is really, really frustrating to me. I mean, why UTEP hasn't offered? I know Dumas was at a camp recently. Um, 
it just begs the question. I mean, really, what is going on with the, with this program? I mean, you know, I don't want to say they're I mean, in they shambles. Just, they, they, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. You know, I, I'm, I don't know what Damon the Demo is, is, is thought process is right now. Um, you know, I know he's a 2021 kid. I know he was at the Houston Baptist game. I know there was a UTEP coach sitting with him during the game. But, you know, with Josh Fields was a sophomore, you know, he was at the UTEP facility every week. I didn't see Aaron Dumas there last Saturday where Aaron Dumas was in New Mexico getting an offer from New Mexico. Um, that's a problem for me. At this point, Dana Dimmel has to grab every type of talent that he can grab, no matter where it's at. You have the kid in your backyard. The high school coach would love to have the kid stay here at home, just like he did his other running back. You know, I, I, I get it. I get it. He's a 2021 kid. There's time. But, you know, it's just you drag your feet on this and recruiting, you get left in the dust. This this is 2019, 2020 recruiting. You know, you show kids love. You get the kid in your facility. You know, you have a home game against a Mountain West team. There's no... There's no reason why he should be at another Mountain West team's facility checking out their facility and grabbing an offer. That's unacceptable, and I really think the UTEP coaching staff, if they lose Aaron Dumas, I mean, I'm out on this UTEP coaching staff. I'm just going to be real with y'all, man, because that's frustrating, man. The kid is talented. I saw him make a a three-star Texas Tech recruit last week. He's committed to Texas Tech. I'm not going to name his name because I don't want to feel like I'm calling the kid out, but um, he put him on skates all night long. A defense that, that went to the final four last year in the state dumas went to work all night long i mean we you you gotta wake up man we gotta wake up with this recruiting because that's the only way that utep's gonna take it to another level and my rant is done my bad monster i had to get it off my chest it's all right man i'm not i'm not upset at you (laughs) you know what i'm saying but Um, yeah i mean it it just you know that that, as 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 a fan oh no you now you winning you put drink i I saw you listen to you Fifty thousand on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. That's you. I always take the money over. This is Alex upset. That's why they need me out the way. What you expect? Got a lot of blood and it's cold. They keep trying to get me for my soul. Thankful for the women that I know. Can't go 50-50 with no. All right, so you're upset. Here's the thing. So you, so your dream is to see a backfield with Dion Hankins and Aaron Dumas and the Goodwin kid from Houston. So that's what you want to see. That's what I want. That's what needs to happen. I mean, no. Kid- let me ask you a question. Honestly, if you're Aaron Dumas and you see that Dion Hankins isn't on the field right now, and the same praise that you're giving Aaron Dumas right now, we were all giving Dion Hankins, and he can't even get onto the field right now with UTEP. If you're Dumas. Why would you go to UTEP? Why would you commit to let UTEP? Me, let me be real with you because okay. Aaron Dumas is better than Deion. Okay, Hankins. I'm just asking. I'm just real asking. Talk, real, I'm I mean, just asking. You know, like to me, yeah. Aaron Dumas, you put him in Houston, the Austin, Dallas area, four-star. Four-star guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and that's no knock on Deion Hankins at all. I mean, Deion is Deion. You know, Deion's a baller. I've covered Deion since he was a freshman. I got mad love for the Hankins family. Grew up with all of them. But, like, Aaron Dumas is Aaron Jones Aaron Jones' senior year, and Aaron Dumas is a junior. His vision, his ability to cut, the way he makes guys miss, his feel of the ball game. Uh, you know, we're watching it, uh, you know, Friday night. You know, this kid j- dives over the pile, two yards, goes through the air. 
you know, looking like Emmett Smith, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get you hype a little yeah. bit. You oh, know, no, look, I mean, you don't have to get, like Emmett Smith. You don't you, have to get me hype. I mean, Aaron Dillman is so, the real I mean, deal, and he's like only said, a junior. You know, I, I just I had to put that out there because it does it just doesn't make sense. I mean, to me, you know, he's the next Hank. He's he is Hank. Well, I was gonna say because like like, like, like we're, we're keeping it real. Yeah. Last year, you told me that if they don't sign Hankins, you're done with the program. And they signed but he Hankins. Got, they got Hankins, and they got him, and they got him. So, but they can't find him. But I I think we all agree that. He's not ready yet. Right. But and, and I, no, but, but, you, but you you think that Dumas would be ready straight up as a true freshman? I think he would. I, I think he would because, you know, <laughs> hearing stories, you know, hearing stories from from people, you know, we we did the we did the radio show last week with Town Talk Sports El Paso, the, the fourth thing uh, at fourth and goal, the, high the school best high school coverage in all of El Paso, Simon, and, and the uh, state of Texas. I you said know, it. So hearing some of his talk, hearing some of the players talk about him, the coaches, some of the stories, it's like, man, yeah. you know that that to me, this people gonna think I'm crazy to say this. I'm just gonna say three letters to you, all right. and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I Aaron Dumas, NFL. I was about to say NFL. Too. Aaron, Aaron Dumas, and, and why I say that because I covered Aaron Jones and I seen Aaron Jones and I saw Aaron Jones speed. And I'm like Aaron Jones had Will Hernandez though. Yeah, true, true. He did, he did. But Aaron Jones also bad. You know. Oh what? yeah, and he, he got two touchdowns right. yesterday, so I'm happy about yeah, that. I'm just saying that 14 points that, on my fantasy you know, team. Let, Shout let, out. Let, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say like let's see what they do. I, yeah. I, I can guarantee you. That Aaron Dumas is in UTEP's radar. There's oh, I, no I know doubt. He is. There is no doubt. I know he is. And I can guarantee they're going to offer him. But I think the big question is going to be, can they convince him to come to UTEP? I, mean, I think that's going to be the number one because, like I said, if I'm Aaron Dumas, yeah, I know that dion has got the record, which I think uh, Aaron's going to break You know, next year. He, I mean, with the way he's running right now, I mean, right. it's going to be kind of hard for him not to break it. It's just like a see if, if, if Dion's not on the field yet. You yeah. know, it, it just you know what the, the in the in the whole gist of my rant there was because you know what I know he's on UTEP's radar I know that I, I know he is, um, but Dumas is gonna blow up soon. <laughs> he's gonna blow up soon. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna be real with you. Try to get him I, now. I, I, Try yes, to get that, him now. Exactly. Get it while strike the iron while it's hot. So that way, when Texas Tech comes and offers, when you know I, I think he has this type of talent. When a Arizona comes in and and looks at him, when a USC Southern California looks at him. You, he's already been in your facility. He's already heard your spiel. You already had the offer. You know, kids love posting on Instagram and Twitter. You know, I say Instagram now because I'm on Instagram at Alex and nine one five. Follow me underscore at that the nine one five. But you know, either Wait, hold way, on, hold on, hold up, dog. What, what is it again? Alex no. in the nine one five underscore. That's that's where you can find me on. You IG. gotta put the underscore. Why would you put the underscore? I didn't. They did it for me. They did it for me. I didn't. I, what do you I, mean? Who put it for the you? Instagram put. No, that. you can't get rid of that. Well, then I'll look into it when I get home later. But yeah. Right. But like I Anyways. said, either way, strike it while the iron's hard. That's recruiting nowadays, yeah. man. And if you're not recruiting, you're getting left. But I know but he's no, on the I mean, radar. But, but, but you know he's gonna wait to see to everybody. He's gonna right. wait to like. Uh, and what, I would if he's I'm, gonna, yeah you're gonna if, wait if until I'm Aaron next Dumas, year. I would wait until next year because his you know this summer for him going to camps um, unless it's somebody huge like Texas exactly. or something like and that and straight up I'm gonna be real I'm helping this kid get recruited I'm, I'm trying to help out his, his rivals page I'm trying to of get course. him ranked we're trying of to help course. we always and not just Aaron Dumas every kid in El Paso we're trying to help them that's get what out, we but do at Tom Talk Sports El Paso exactly. even though this so, is what minors bro so recruit him recruit him recruit him UTEP please offer him sooner I'm my or my my blood pressure is gonna go through the roof he's gonna be like this again. Yeah. I'm working on I actually like this. Bit. I'm upset. 
50,000 on my head is disrespect. disrespect. Aaron Dumas you offered him. You offered that him anything yet. Offer him or it's going to be grim. Yep. All right, so that's it. <laughs> so let's look at some Twitter questions. Uh, put it out there earlier this morning. Got a lot of love. Appreciate y'all. Got a lot of questions to go to. So let's jump into it, Monster. By the way, good job on the uh, Twitter on Saturday. I, so I, on I saw fire. you working on that. I was on fire, bro. Appreciate all the love that we got on there, too. You'll see that. You'll see that. We'll be on the sidelines there. We, 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 we get yep. the access still. So How do you like being on the sideline, though? Now that you see it's, some of the stuff, well, the one, the one, see the one thing you can appreciate now, from my you, you see the game from my vantage yeah. point because when you're up at the press box, you can see every little detail yeah. that's going on. But when you're on my on on field level, you don't see everything. And, and that's why I might go back and watch the ESPN yeah. Plus just to watch UTEP's defense, see what they were doing. That's if you can hear the audio and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's another story. But let's jump into the Twitter question segment here. We get the first one from. I gotta get this into dude's name right. Saldovian nine four one at Gmail. Did uh, these re- referencing uh, Kali Griffin? Did Kali Griffin end up getting his red shirt? Um, I'll answer medical red shirt. I'm pretty sure. I, I would. I'm don't, pretty sure he will. I'm pretty be. sure he'll apply for it. Yeah. I think there's a certain point in the season when you can apply for it. If I'm not mistaken, uh, or not mistaken, uh, maybe that's a question that you know maybe we can try to squeeze in, or maybe we could get Tice to ask on like a coach's show or something. That would be a good question. For I'll that. just ask him in the next the game next, when, the, when he's like he's not going to travel for this game, but yeah, he was right there just because he, sure. he he actually talked to me when that happened and yeah. he told me that. And and I, I would think, think so. Done. You know, and and talking about Kai, you know, he has a young child. I I know his. Uh, I know his, his 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 wife is still here in El Paso too. So you know the guys the guys here. You know what I mean. And I and you know he's a football guy, JUCO guy. Having your senior year ripped ripped away from you, you're coming back, man. You're coming yeah, back. Yeah, you so don't, don't want to go out like that. Yeah, and I expect Kai, Kali Griffin to really be back. I, I don't expect him to leave anywhere. We talked about his this next question. Are you concerned with a non-existent passing game? Yes, we are. We know we talked very about concerned. that extensively. You know, we talked about that extensively. We're very very concerned. Uh, just a comment here from Sal Devin. Got a lot of good comments too. Um, I think there I think there is some decent talent with the receiver group, but don't know why QBs can't connect. Kai was the best offensive player at the community college level and hasn't shown i agree you know we talked about it when we saw it in camp that we were surprised of how fluid some of these athletes are and some of the catches that they were making and plays they were making in rio doso we've seen it here and there show out a little devon bit. cooper he's got he's got yes. the skill set you know trayshawn wolf has just uh established himself you know they just it's let's be honest well, i'll be honest with you like the first the first quarter the minor offensive line were given Brandon Jones a lot of time to do stuff in the second quarter. They're a rush, and like I said, once everything started going downhill, that that applies to everywhere. The offensive line, the quarterback can't throw. You know, the receivers aren't getting open. Don't forget that that Treshawn also got injured. Treshawn Wolf was injured; he wasn't available for right. the, most the of the calf, second they're, half they're, as well. Yeah. Were, Don was working on his cap. So, yeah. some more comments here. Good comments here from Sal Dovin. If you got hot takes, I'm always read them. I respect everybody's take. Need to get Trussell more involved. He's a beast. We talked about that. We no we, doubt there. Uh, like I mean, and I, like and I, I even like pointed it out. You know. Uh, another comment here from Sal Devin. Uh Was pleased with the defense. Just upset we couldn't apply any pressure on Nevada's QB. Second was not happy with the secondary play. Too many wide open receivers and poor tackling. QB was running all over the defense. We touched on that. So, I mean, we definitely agree with you on that one, man. So, uh, another question here from Little Badger at Little Badger on Twitter. <laughs> I like that he's got the one, the number one on Little. There you got it. Everybody taking the names. I'm telling you why they put the underscore on Instagram, bro. I don't appreciate. Well, somebody that. somebody stole my name. That's the only reason one. why I have Monster Medina the number one. That's because I think I'm better than everybody else. Because when I tried to just get Monster Medina, somebody already taken it here in El Paso. They just weren't using it, so I put 
Monster Medina, the number one. That way, like, buy him two chicos or he'll. I don't even know who that. I I mean, mean, but now everything's Monster Medina once. I ain't got time for that. (laughs) So, little Badger asked, the miners were in the game going in the fourth quarter. Little Badger, am I the only (laughs) one that was happy with the with this, regardless of the L? Or was it a fluke that they were competing? You know, Monster kind of touched on that earlier. It, it was. It, it wasn't so much a fluke. No, th- those th- are th- the little th- bit th- of th- improvement th- parts. Let me tell you right now, th- that, that was not a fluke no, at all. It wasn't. This I agree. team came out because the one thing that I measure, and you do this when you're covering the high school games for Town Talk Sports El Paso, is that you're there on the field like an hour and a half before you're checking out the teams, and I'm the same way. You know, for UTEP, I'm on the field as these guys are warming up, and I'm trying to sense how these guys are, and you know, like. For Houston Baptist, they were a little tense. I could tell because it was the first game. Texas Tech, they were loose. They were loose. And then this game, they were loose. You know, and that's why they came out. I mean, let me just tell what it is. They came out balls to the wall, and they they totally dominated that first quarter. They really did until that interception from Kai, and then it went down. Yeah, so, I mean, we were, we were both, me and Monster were very happy that the Miners were in the game, that they were fighting, that there was real football, competitive football being played. And the disappointment of, about it is because it wasn't a fluke. This team has because I know they can. Because like, I see these guys they, in practice, and I know they can play like right. this. So that, that's when they make stupid decisions, right. stupid coaching decisions. You know, makes me. It makes me. I'm upset. Can't go fifty fifty with no. I'm up. No, I'm upset. But I missed the right Every part. See, I disagree with Drake there. But well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a. That's a uh, Topic for another day. Lutep Miner, my boy Lutep, asking, jumping in, checking in here on Twitter. Um, sending a couple questions, and we'll get to this. We'll get to the first two here. So I think uh, Lutep says, I think TJ Gooden will play the last four games of the season to keep his red shirt. Do you another? Do you see another quarterback playing, not named Kai or Jones, playing before then? And we talked about it. Hardison. It's, it's Hardison. Hardison. You know, I, I, I think I think they're gonna. They're, they are gonna red shirt. Uh, TJ Goodwin, unless you have both Kai and Brandon go down, and then they'd have no choice. Right. Um, I didn't see Torres on the depth no, chart. I didn't even see Torres. I didn't even see Torres on the field. That's on, right. On, I didn't on see him Saturday. on the field. That, I didn't that's even see him. I saw, I, wonder, Richie, I saw some other El Paso kids. I, that, I, I wonder if something was up. You know, that's a good call because I didn't notice that. Yeah, I'll see if he's I saw, on the plane. I saw Bravo. I saw a lot of the other quarterbacks. I saw Goodwin. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see Torres. I, I didn't see Torres. But I mean, any basically Lutep. I mean, definitely we're seeing Hardison. I think we see Hardison in the next. We two do weeks. see Hardison in the next two weeks, whether it's against Southern Miss or, or UTSA. I would bet that. Um, also, Lutep asked what's going on with the offensive line is supposed to be a strength of the team we kind of touched on it you know that when we were talking about mike simmons i think it's coaching I, I think the talent is there the experience is there darren gatewood hearing him talk to the offensive line on the sidelines the guy knows what he's doing it, 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 he, he's a great leader there that that's the important part of darren gatewood is having him there as a leader in the middle i really think it's coaching they've regressed i'm not sure exactly what it is i think from a technique standpoint you know i'm not an offensive line guru offensive line coach but you know you got to look at footwork why are they struggling against pass rush why are they struggling against blitz pickup it's mental it's coaching stuff i think that's a big deal there i wasn't too high on the mike simmons hire when they hired him you know i thought spencer left which is a really good offensive line coach i know utep wasn't going to retain him because he was a big cooler guy but I'm really looking at this now as, as you know, if UTEP's going to make any coaching changes or adjustments, I think that's where you kind of look at first, Lou. So we'll definitely. It's not going to happen during the season. Not going to happen during the season, though, for sure. Um, Adrian Broad is checking in. Adrian What's up, Broad Adrian? What up, baby? How you feel, and, uh, man? You know, he, this is a question for you. Top five current UTEP football players, questions, or beard? Because I, I really don't look at the facial hairs. The top five um, beards? beards on the coaching staff. 
on the coaching staff or the or players? Play both. He's saying both. I can't. Nah, I, I got time for that. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Really I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll observe that and I'll get. You know, that's. I, I will pay attention this week. Yeah. But I really don't. I really yeah. don't. Yeah, me neither. I didn't. You know? I didn't notice on the side. I. I can. I notice. I know Robert Pufal had a really good strong beard. The fullback. I'm not sure if he chopped that down, but that's all I can really think of. There. Was that really Adrian's question? That was a real question. That was a real question. I think Rogers. he just wanted to see if you actually would, I was, would read it oh on yeah, the air. Oh, yeah, I'm a reader. I'm a reader on the air all the time. So Wow. Yin Yang Samurai. Samurai. Samurai checking in. Um, do you see Demo uh, sticking with Canales or Cox if both sides of the ball continue to struggle this year? One thing for sure is adjustments need to be done way more quickly. Competitiveness without positive results will eventually wear f- uh, thin on fans again, of course. We, we you answered. We an- you, you can stop. Yeah. We answered this question in the um, – one of the first shows we did leading up to right after Camp Socorro, it said, like, what if they they play just like last year, stuff like that? Somebody's going to have to be the fall guy. It is not going to be Coach Dimmel. It is not going to be Coach Mike Cox. So there, you go. there we go. Then not to the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so- but like I said, they have. And remember, too, we're just three games in. But the reason why I'm so upset is because I know for a fact and Coach Dimmer knows for a fact, and Alex knows for a fact that they should have won this game. Just stupid things happen, and they lost this game. Yes, sir. Hopefully, it's a good uh, learning experience. At F5 UTEP Miners, still the new era of UTEP Athletics checking in. What's up, my man? All that is his Twitter name? It's their own, brother. Last year's schedule was tougher. Um, I know it may be too early to determine, but how do you think factors into the improvement i feel some of us see this year so far if it factors at all i think more so the continuity of the coaching staff parlays more into the schedule i think the fact that the players kind of know what to expect from the coaching all right, staff, let's, let's break it down know, let's I, break that, it down that's for, from the small improvement things that i see i think more than the schedule i think it's just the the, co- the, the players are more comfortable with the coaching staff yes, they're, they're, yes, you know yes, it's, so yes. that's how i think more so than yes, the schedule yes southern miss loss utsa win FIU, I don't know yet. Might be a win. Louisiana Tech, they could have won that game last year. Let's see what happens. I saw a lot of it's heart. At home, right? We played yes, at home I saw a lot of heart at that game. I think they could win that game. North Texas is scary. North Texas is scary. Let me say that again. North Texas is scary. Very, very, very scary. scary. Charlotte, I'm not sure. UAB, uh, they're good. UAB's good. They're going to lose UAB. New Mexico State, they should win. They need to beat the Aggies. Rice, they should win. Right. So from the way I look at it, that's about five, which is what I said. It's potential. It's potential. So there you have it. Like I said, I don't think so much. I mean, the schedule lines up a lot this year. So what they went through last year, you know, yeah, those, well, those are games yeah. are on the table. So I, I think the one thing, like if there's, if I see true improvement in this in this ball club is that the games that they should have won last year, but something happened at the end, this year, let's see if they can win those games. Because Houston Baptist, right off the bat, they were able to overcome and they won the game. Nevada, they tried to overcome by having a 10-minute drive, but then Nevada said, hey, we're Nevada. You know, we got some weapons that you're, you're more exposing your defense. And that was that. Jonathan Byers checking in on Twitter. One of my favorite Twitter handles, at Johnny Utep. I like that one. What's the latest with the Brandon Jones injury? Um According to demo, he's he's good to go. You know, he, it's, he's good it's, to go. It's, it's nothing too serious. <clears throat> the official quote: Brandon is doing fine. He actually took reps today in our Monday practice, which is really more of a walkthrough practice, as we know. It is not any contact on Mondays, but he took reps, and we expect him to be ready to go. Quote: 
end quote. Boom. After I got to evaluate it and think about it more, he was in on good bit of those drives and his overall performance was what he needed to do to help us win football games. That is what we talked about before is just execute on our offense. And I felt that he did a good job, a really good job on throwing some vertical schemes. Um, and then when he gets to Kai, he says, um, Kai was also electric in running the football, so we have to get Kai to eliminate the mistakes because his athleticism shows up in games as well. So, so yes, there, you, so there you, go. you have it. He'll be on the field Saturday in and Hattiesburg. Yin Samurai, Samurai checking in again, and this is something that we talked about. Monster kind of answered Samurai. this question earlier. Uh, Yin asked, there or states in the NAS. Samurai. There already seems to be a logjam at running back going into next year. We all know who, who who that is. Hankins, Fields. If you're Aaron Dumas, do you still take a visit knowing there will be six running backs on the roster, including Fields and Hankins waiting for the shot to be the feature back? That's a tough one. Um, I think you look at it because they're a running offense, because he has the talent to really come in there and start over both of those guys, in my opinion. But that's a tough question. You know, I, I think for Aaron Dumas now his six official visits or his five six whatever it is now can't happen until next year his official official visits so at but that you point he was there at the Houston Baptist game, he was there right? at the Houston Baptist unofficial you can always have unofficial visitors there you just can't buy the meals you can't give that you can give them the lanyard you can show them the facilities but you can't buy the meals you can't really do anything for them as far as uh, uh, um, you can't put them gift. in uniform and take pictures you can't put them in uniform and take pictures you can't give them a cookie cake you can't set them up at, at you know you can't give them a free Gatorade but here's press pass enjoy here's the game a press on the pass. field here's along tickets with for your, your whole family your come family. walk on the field okay, I you see know it. watch you know come with the running back group before the game see how we come out on the field uh, you know take a picture on the field with, you know with the teammates or whatever you want to do so I mean it, that question will depend on where his offers are at next year this time of year that's a better time to ask that question because then we're going to know okay has Aaron Dumas blown up are there SEC schools after him are there you know ACC schools Pac-12 so I think that question better suited for next year because right now oh yeah i'm taking every visit if i'm and he of did course, went to new course. mexico got to he, he's that. going to north texas this week to visit he's north not, texas by the way so he's not going to new mexico I, I hope not but i mean that the way they run the ball there you never know so i think he's gonna go to a place where he knows he's gonna get playing time mm -hmm. that's the unless yeah but then again un, unless the young man is gonna go to a to a university that's gonna further his education because then I, again it could be the situation that too long as he gets a free ride Further's education, you know, it could be a factor. And, as well. and I also think another factor is is a school that could get him to that three letter work league. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Ryan Guzman checking in at Ryan Guz EP to LV. He was a former minor rush, big fan. Shout out to Ryan out there in Vegas. How close do you think this team is to being competitive? I mean, San Jose State just went into Fayetteville and left with a marquee win over the Razorbacks. And, you know, we've we've kind of touched on it here and there. I mean, we feel that this team is close. It's just getting over that hump of getting into the winning culture and getting the confidence of being in the winning culture. And I think that is where UTEP is at right now. You know, this team is com semi-competitive. Now, I let me just, let me just tell you, it. I'm going to say it again. I'm a broken record. Just watch the first quarter. And how they're dominant right. on both sides of the field. That's all you got to see. This is what this team is capable of. It's just putting together, like you Correct. mentioned, for sixty minutes. And they got to have they they got to maintain that confidence because they're I mean they're talking smack like on everything you know, but in a good way. You know what I'm saying? You know when they're when things are going their way, they're very vocal. They're going crazy, but of course, they just get used to what's been going on, and then they get down on themselves. 
Comment here from Junior413 at DFS Mindset. I want to know what that means. DF At DFS Mindset. That's an interesting tool. Yeah, how do you get people to remember that stuff? Yeah, he, right. Right, here's, a, here's a pro tip from the monster who's been doing stuff like this for a very long time. Make your Twitter handle easy. Boto Miners Radio. There you go. So the, he, he comments, defensive line. But I appreciate line. you. <laughs> yeah, I always really appreciate do. you, Junior. I do, Junior. So he has a comment here. Defensive line is weak, especially Josh Ortega. He's a D2 or FCS lineman at best. No pressure on opposing QB is a killer. It is. I, I, I ain't with calling out players. I mean, you, you do what you do. Um, you know, obviously, and we talked about it earlier. You know, they do need to get it. And that goes back to adjusting personnel, you know, not singling out anybody. But got to find somebody there. You got to find I, I somebody I think they got to find a good rotation there I when it comes so to too. defense because my man prays as much as I love right. him. I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, pressure. And I'll be honest with you, the, the one thing I will say, they're not – like, I, I just think they're getting tired being out there the whole time. Yeah, honest, I, honestly, point. I think that's what it still is, you know, because I saw Denzel get out there, get some pressure, you know, praise himself. I mean, there are certain times where, like, they're about to get the quarterback, but at the same time, you got to give Nevada's quarterback a, a lot of credit that he was able to extend plays and make plays with his feet and make some throws at the at critical times for them that helped him out. Rob E tweets at us at Rob underscore 52. See, yeah, I like, see, I like that. You that's see what clean. I'm saying? Any chance Hardison plays? Like I said, next two weeks, expect it. We'll I see find I out. think 12 is going to come out there. Um, let's see. Let's We have a comment here from Noah. Uh, Noah with a difficult, a diff, very difficult, very difficult Twitter handle. Let me see it. At Let me see lowercase it. x. No, you uppercase stop. Just stop. Yeah, that's okay. stop. So there we that's go. That's stop. Bro, I mean, so I know how do you expect people? Hold up. Let me give some advice to you, young man. <laughs> how do you expect people to remember that? I know you're being savvy and stuff like that, but what's your tour? Tw- this is he's probably the type of guy that's got to have a business card. Yeah. You check I, out I my turn. But like I said, I still love you, bro. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you out. I'm keeping it real. Trying to help you out. So he says, I know the season is still young. Well, we've answered this question before, but if the offense isn't improved, do you think we'll see changes in the coaching staff and on the outside, uh, out, on the outside, offensive side of the ball after this season? Yes. yes. You know, we've talked about it. That's, that's going to happen. Um, when will Canales play calling get some heat? Well, Kelly at Twit C-A-C, or Twit Cat. Canales don't call plays. That's all Dana Demo. Canales, from what I heard, is he sets personnel. Um, but Dana Demo is the one that calls the plays from the field. So, so Dana Demo is calling the, the offensive plays. That's what plays. I was told last year. Are you sure about Dana, that? I, that? That was, was what I was year. told last year. That but I wouldn't know if it's this year. I wouldn't think that would change over the season. And, and you know what I mean. And I think let, I me, even, let me try to find I that. I actually out heard Dana Demo even say it. I think on the post game about him calling a play. I think in the Houston Baptist game when I was driving back. Well, then again, so, you got to remember too, like he'll say, like we called the play. So, it, so like he'll, but yeah. he's we, he can play. It could so, be, so I, just in in general, I, there's not one UTEP play caller. I don't know if that's an issue, but you know, that's it's a legitimate question. I don't think he's. I mean, he's getting heat. Should get heat for the lack of quarterback development, in my opinion. That's where it is. Um, fun question here from Hollywood Hogan at thirty nine underscore Savage. He asked, how do I do you get think sw- that's the real Hollywood Hogan? No, but he asked a really good question, though. How do you get swole like the monster? And I'll say it right here. Drink your protein, kids. That's right. I just had a protein shake right now. Eat a lot of protein. As as Hollywood Hogan should know this, you say your prayers, you're, you're, you take your vitamins, you go to the gym, you know, you try to eat right, you lift heavy when you can, you do your cardio. I mean, simple as that. There you have it. That, we might have to have like I a love, weekly I love, monster I love that. Yeah, go ahead and ask me. We, might, fitness, we might have you know? to do that each week. Because so. I'll be honest with you because this is like 100% honest. I'm trying to be healthy this football season because last year I gained like 15 pounds because I didn't know what to expect because, I mean, I'm going to lie to you. I mean, it is, I, I love traveling with the team because we get a charter, we get a sandwich, then you start – 
they feed you because you got to remember you're, you're basically eating the same thing the team is. Yeah. You know, uh, before and after, before when we get on the plane, and then after the game, you get them some Chick Fil A. You get the and Chick Fil A's cookies are so good. Yes, they are. Oh, man, then they got them waffle. Um, the waffle fries. But they don't give you the fries; they give you the chips. Or Next sometimes time try that chicken chicken noodle soup though. Well, they don't give me that. Come on, I ain't got no time to give me no chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Come on now, but I mean, but I did you say it's a lot of carbs? Yes, yes. Involved. Uh, that they give, and I was eating, eating it all because I was in heaven. But this time, I'm trying to get more into better shape. And then, of course, pizza in the press box. That's the uh, well, that's I the meal can, of us media guys from yeah. September to December. When I first started doing this many moons ago, when I was 22 years old, me and Steve would do. Uh, matter of fact, we were board up. Steve would be board up. I would be board up in the. Um, the uh, UTEP football games with Ty shirt uh, and Bernie doing the call. call. Talk about full circle. And Steve was doing, now Sal does both. Sal, what up, Sal? Sal Mobi, Triple IV. Sal Monte is, is, runs the board, and then he also does the update. Back then, I would run the board, and, the and Steve would get the update. Oh, and, yeah. we, and we would get Domino's Pizza for free because they're part of our partners back in the day. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get like 20 pounds fast, man. That's the type, fast. Of, that's the type of diet fast. us media guys have fast during football season. So let's touch some little basketball recruiting. I know UTEP opened a practice today. It's just, it's, man, I wanted to get out there, but, man, with my job, I'm working far east side. Monster's working Monday in the afternoon, so we're trying to get ready for high school football. It's just it's tough for us to get out. We're trying to work with UTEP's media relations department to get somebody from UTEP basketball right now. Yes. It's it, We're getting the, uh, when we ask, so, you know, we're working hard to try to get that for you guys. We're at least trying to get either a recorded interview or get somebody here in studio to try to let you guys know what's up with UTEP basketball. They just started practice today. Obviously, October 12th, the big uh, exhibition game with Texas Tech. Me and Monster are fired up for that And that's going to be a great test. I mean, you got it the runner-up for the national championship coming into town. That should be, I mean, that should be sold for out, an honestly. For an exhibition game, it's that gonna, should be that, sold that, out. That atmosphere is going to be fun. You of know, course, that like a world tour or something right. like that that they did but still it, yeah, so when is that game again october 12th what day of the week 12th. is that's that a sunday i believe because i can't go because the fifth is i the might be able to hold, go hold up it's a seven o'clock start so it depends on when los cowboys play me, i'm gonna tell you right now so so let's look I'm at some utah basketball stuff well, i might get you in i got you How uh, what, what day is that you said that's a sunday i believe october 12th because october 4th is a whole enchilada tournament in las cruces which i'm october 12th for. is a saturday oh it is so oh the fifth is a saturday my bad so it's a saturday at seven o'clock let me check something else real quick. Where are you going to be at? You might be here because UTEP plays at home. Oh, you might be on the road. If you uh, up. October what? 12th. Give me one more time. I will be there because the Miners have a bye week. There we go. So October 12th, we'll be in the house. And this past week, UTEP had a visitor, 2020 guard Quincy McGriff. And about two, three hours before we went on air, Quincy McGriff committed to Utah. There you so go. That's what Rodney I'm talking Terry about. Rodney picked up a 6'5", 200-pound swing man from Santa Monica, California. 24 Sports rates him as a three-star prospect, the number 36 overall player in California, 275th overall in the nation. Rivals also ranks him as a three-star. Shout-out to Minor Illustrated. Uh, but he's not ranked on Rivals. He had offers from Fresno State, Kansas State, New Mexico, UTSA. He Trimmed down his pick on August 16th to six schools, Fresno State, UTEP, Missouri State, UTSA, St. Mary's, and Utah State. So UTEP beating out some Mountain West schools and a Conference USA rival. Looked at this kid's film, and he is a big guard, a big guard. A 6'5", 6'6". He's obviously going to grow 
a legitimate 200 pounds, a legit 200 pounds, and he's skilled. He can shoot, looks really smooth with his shot. Not a guy that's going to play above the rim, which tells me he could turn into a really good defensive player. He kind of looks like a plotter when he runs. If you know what I say, plotter, he kind of runs off his back foot. Not a springy guy, but that can get worked on here at this level. When you get with the training coaches at UTEP, the training tra- conditioning coaches, get his footwork right, he could be a really good physical rebounder and a really good physical defender. I like this pickup. Obviously, a guy that drew some attention, and he's nationally ranked by 24-7 sports, a guy that has a little bit of clout in recruiting. I like it. The big question now is, okay, UTEP has one scholarship left for 2020. Remember, this roster is loaded unless, yep. unless we see some defections, which I really don't expect. Um, you know, But obviously, you know, you never know. You college never basketball tell. You no more. Tell. Um, but, you know, we haven't really seen it under Rodney Terry. This is a big year, you know, to see, you know, how all this talent can mesh together and who sticks and stays, you know, the big question is now what does UTEP do with that one scholarship? You know, is this guy, Quincy McGriff, is he a prop guy? Is he a guy that that comes in right away and fights for position? Um, Or are they still going to go out in the transfer market? Uh, You know, I don't have a problem with UTEP living and dying by the grad transfer market. It's worked so far. These kids commit early. They stay. They're here. They're practicing. Will it work in terms of wins and losses? We're about to find well, out in the next couple of months. Out. But I'm okay with that. So UTEP, you know, picking up a high school guy, you got to be able to stagger your classes somehow. Yep. UTEP's kind of in the middle of a lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores there. So, you know, you want to have a guy that you can kind of build around. And I don't know if he's that type of player to build around as far as a star guy, but a great piece in Quincy McGriff. So it's interesting, interesting start to UTEP recruiting. Very small recruiting class than what we've seen. I mean, Rodney Terry has put in work over the past year and a half to mold this roster. So, you know, that's going to be the, the question going forward in the next couple of months is Rodney to keep that extra scholarship in his pocket for, you know, when things go. I, I you know, think that'd be the best thing to I do think so right too. there. I, I, you just I, never know. You, you just, never know. You never know. You know, you're graduating. Uh, I think Ante Campbell is the only, like, uh, the only scholarship senior, I believe. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you know, it's just interesting. It's real interesting to see with this class. You know, it's a very small one, obviously. So quality over quantity, I think, is what we're gonna see. They've been real meticulous with their 2020 class already. I know 2021 is kind of a different story, but you know, 2020 class, it's gonna be small. This may be the only signee that UTEP has until April. You know what I mean? And and, and like we mentioned, it, it might be safe to keep that scally in your back pocket. We know Rodney Terry can do work in the transfer market, so definitely something to keep an eye on here as UTEP basketball getting underway. And I'm fired up, bro. October 12th can't come. He is no longer upset. Close enough. No, sir. No, sir. So wrapping this up, once again, this podcast was brought to you by I Am Jerry Cuts. Call my boy, 915-422-9440. Jerry, hook you up with a fade design. Get you fresh for your next event. Or your next date. Well, what is the uh, what uh, what is his phone number again? Nine one five four two two nine four four zero, or hit him up on Instagram at I am Jerry Cuts, one of the top barbers in town. What is, what is my boy? What is our Twitter feed? At Pudo Miners, bro. Instagram. Oh, oh, excuse me, Pudo Miners Radio. There you go. The podcast is Pudo Miners, bro. Do we have Instagram? Not yet. All right. Well, I thought we had Instagram. I, 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 I'm barely working on my personal one, bro. Our Instagram is Twitter. That that's our Instagram. There you for go. Now, until we grow, there you so, go. Rate, well, review, oh, like wait, wait, us, wait, wait, follow wait. us. Email also is bro at yahoo.com. There you go. Or a Nicolas twenty one at Gmail. If you, guys, if you want to hear me, one 
at gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit us up with your questions, comments. Appreciate the love. We'll be tweeting with y'all next I'm gonna start, Saturday. Uh, we need to start giving away free T-shirts. Yeah, we do. We, uh, there was a couple people that earned it, in my opinion, yes. last Saturday. Some good fans. So we're going to work on that. We're gonna put some. We're gonna put some bread together the next couple of weeks. See what we could do. Get y'all out. Show up. Show out. Appreciate all the love that we got Saturday. No longer upset is Alex. No sir. He's in a better mood. I am. I'm still upset. I'm about though. to go see someone that makes me happy. There you go. You know. There you go. All right. That's <laughs> it. Put those miners, bro. We out.